Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones to share another quiet talk with you today. Have you ever felt a strong temptation or, or even given in to sin and then thought to yourself, how could I have done that? That's not me. You're not alone. Have you ever read the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson? The moral and respectable Dr. Jekyll would transform into the wicked, self-indulgent Hyde, a person with no regard for other people, what we would call today a sociopath. Dr. Jekyll was horrified by the terrible character of his alter ego and tried to stop these transformations, finally ending it all by suicide. Stevenson had a keen understanding of human nature. How often we feel like there is a dark side of our character or even somebody else living inside, as in the case of Mr. Hyde. You've heard people speak of someone trying to conquer their demons. This is the idea, and although I believe there are demons, what I'm talking about today is more human than that. Paul the Apostle talks about this problem. He himself was a very moral and law-abiding person, but he understood the struggle we have with our lower nature and described it in vivid terms in Romans chapter 7. Listen, for I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. He goes on to say that the very fact that I hate the evil things I do proves that I agree with God's law. If I didn't, I wouldn't despise my own sin. I despise it for the very reason that it is an offense against a holy God. If you have a desire to live a life that pleases God and you're grieved when you fail him, then that is evidence that you are truly God's child. But if you sin and don't feel bad about it, if you justify yourself and say, well, nobody's perfect, then there's a good chance that you have never been born again by the Spirit of God through faith in Jesus. So, in the words of Paul, I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law, waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. In the previous chapter of Romans, Paul talked about the old man. This is Mr. Hyde. This is that sin principle in my fallen nature. What's the answer? In Stevenson's novel, Mr. Hyde Killed Himself, but I have good news for you. You don't have to. The fact is, according to the Bible, that old man is already dead. Here's how Paul puts it. Our old man was crucified with Jesus, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. A dead man is not tempted by sin. Now I can tell you this, and I imagine most of my podcasters already know it. The question arises, why doesn't this work for me? I know all this. I know what Paul teaches about the old man being dead, but I still fall into sin. What's wrong? Nothing is wrong. We just need deeper understanding. Jesus calls his disciples to follow him. 
If you follow somebody, you go step by step behind them. Following is not a one-time action, but a continuous one. Jesus didn't say, follow me just this one day. He said, follow me all the days of your life. So just as following Jesus is a step-by-step continual action, so considering yourself dead to sin, as it says in Romans 6.11, is a day-by-day process. You must daily consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ. In our lives, Mr. Hyde has a habit of trying to get up out of his coffin. We keep him there by daily walking in the Spirit. One more thing is vital that many people miss. You need accountability. You need someone in your life whom you trust implicitly, who can help you by keeping you accountable. Too many Christians are trying to be lone rangers. If you do so, you will fail. We're in this together. We need each other, and we need to realize that temptation is to be expected in this fleshly life. It's not something out of the ordinary. Someone needs to ask you if you are abiding in Christ and daily reckoning yourself dead to sin. Someone who will ask you what you did the last time you were tempted. You need that person to remind you to stay in God's word every day and live a life of prayer. I've struggled all my adult life to live into this. I understand what you may be going through, but I want to say with all my heart that even with my failures, I believe in the power of God that our sins were put on Jesus and carried away at Calvary. I believe in victory. And the good news is that Jesus believes in you. Now, if you know how to do this, go back and listen to the quiet talk for January 20th, 2021, called Does anybody believe in you? You will be encouraged. If you don't know how to find it, email me and I'll send you the link. I'll give my email address at the end of this talk. Those of you who know me well know that I love the old hymns. My dad, whom I talk about in that talk from January of 2021, loved and knew many great hymns and he instilled that love in me. One beautiful hymn is called Come, thou fount of every blessing. Come, thou fount of every blessing. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. This hymn was written by a man named Robert Robinson. Robert Robinson became a pastor in England and wrote other hymns. One of the verses of Come, Thou Fount says, Oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Now, this wasn't just poetry, but this man's sincere testimony. He struggled. He was prone to wander. In later life, he backslid after preaching the gospel to others and composing beautiful hymns to God. One day he was in a stagecoach and another passenger, a lady, was reading from a hymn book. She read this hymn to Robinson and asked what he thought of it. He said to her, Madam, I am the poor unhappy man who wrote that hymn many years ago. And I would give a thousand worlds if I had them to enjoy the feelings I had then. I don't know about you, but I can relate to Robert 
Robinson. I, too, am prone to wander. There's a little Mr. Hyde in me. But, you know, I read a story in the Bible about a shepherd who had a hundred sheep and one was lost. He left the 99 with someone else and went into the dark and dangerous desert to find that one lost sheep. He brought it home on his shoulders rejoicing. My friend, have you failed the Lord? I promise you on the authority of his holy word that he will not abandon you. He loves you with an everlasting love and will stay with you to the very end. I believe he stayed with Robert Robinson. I believe he will stay with me and that I'll meet Pastor Robinson in heaven. And I'll see you there as well. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you that you love us with an everlasting love. Thank you, Lord, that you know that we are uh, sheep who go astray. As the word says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. But the Lord has laid upon Jesus the iniquity of us all. And Jesus, our good shepherd, comes after us. And he pursues us on the hills and the mountains where we may be caught and, and trapped in sin and disobedience. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, help us to look to you daily. Help us to have someone in our life to whom we can be accountable that can help us and encourage us to live for Jesus, to daily uh, be in the Spirit and be in the Word of God, to be in prayer. And Lord, help us above all to be able to consider ourselves, to reckon ourselves dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our precious Lord. In his precious name I pray, amen. Dear friend, some of us uh, are seeking to establish a work. We've been at it for a little over two years now in the Schenectady, New York area and in the greater capital district. We have people that are not from Schenectady, but our church is called the Bread of Life Anglican Church. We meet Sundays at 10 o'clock at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. If you're in that area, if you don't have a church home, come worship with us and let us minister to you. We would love to meet you and to be a blessing to you. And as always, and as I promised earlier, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.